Igniting our children's imaginations through a wholesome and exciting Catholic lens is something homeschooling families care a lot about. Today's lovely guest is author Haley Stewart, here to talk about Word on Fire's new imprint that is all about storytelling that sparks the imaginations of children. Welcome to Homeschooling Saints, the podcast that helps you create the homeschool you love for the people you love. Our host is Lisa Maladnik, a Catholic life coach, TV host, best-selling author, and an instructor at Homeschool Connections. Before we get started, remember to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, click the bell to join our channel. Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Lisa Maladnik. Today, we're talking with Haley Stewart about storytelling that sparks the imaginations of children. Haley Stewart is the editor of Word on Fire Spark and the author of The Grace of Enough, Jane Austen's Genius Guide to Life, and the Sister Serafina Mysteries, which we've talked about on this program, and I'm linking to that in the show notes. Just so much fun. She's married to her high school sweetheart, Daniel, and they have four children. You can find Haley on Substack, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'll have that in the show notes too. Welcome back to the show, Haley. It's great to see you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, thanks so much. And I'm really stoked that Bishop Barron is moving into this space of children's literature. But I, first, I want to just check in with you. Last time we talked, we were talking about your sister Serafina mystery series. They're adorable. They're smart. They're really cool. So how's that coming along? It's going great. So I, I can't remember how many were out when I talked to you. Maybe just the first one, maybe the second one. But now there's a third one. So we've got a summer story um, where the, the mouse nuns and their students go on a holiday at the seaside and find a mystery to solve on holiday. So now there's three and maybe there'll be a fourth one, but that one's still kind of simmering in my brain. Yeah, I, I just have it in the notes with the with the ordering links. We talked about the curious Christmas trail and the pursuit of the pilfered cheese. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Anyway, I'm really glad to hear that's ongoing because they're just charming. They're just beautiful. And I think a, a lot of people are going to find these to be family favorites. All right. So... So now you're in this exciting role with one of the most popular ministries in the U.S. and I'm sure around the world, Bishop Robert Barron's Word on Fire Ministries. Would you mind just telling our audience about your role? Sure. So I am the editor of Word on Fire Spark, which is you know within Word on Fire Publishing. It's our children's imprint. So my role, I think of myself as a book midwife. So I'm not the book's mother. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm helping bring it into the world. So everything, you know, from coming up with ideas of books that we think should exist and then reaching out and finding the right author and the right illustrator to pull it all together or going through proposals that people send to us and then kind of helping shape the books as they're being written and then work with, you know, agents and illustrators as we bring the illustrations in to match and working with the design team. And so it's just every piece of the puzzle I get to be involved in, which is so fun, especially as an author, I've experienced this one side of it. And now I'm getting to experience all these other pieces of the process. And I, I've been surprised that as we're 
preparing for our first releases of our books this fall, I am just as excited, maybe more excited about seeing these authors' books come out than even my own books. Cause I feel like I've, you know, been a part of everything. Like they're my books too, kind of. So I'm just, and just seeing like, I'm so excited for them and seeing this happen for them. So it's just the most fun job being a part of it and working with the wonderful publishing team and and design teams and marketing teams that we have at Word on Fire. Um, Yeah, it's just like a dream come true job. Wow, that's so thrilling. That thrills me to my my soul because I'm a strengths coach. And when I hear somebody really in flow like that, that they found their right niche, and that's what we want for our kids as homeschoolers. We want it for ourselves as well. We want them to be following where God leads them and those surprising opening doors and those places of adventure where we're just, we're joyful Christians, right? We're out there all lit up like you are. So what a blessing to see that joy. Yeah. So, so step us into that children's imprint and kind of where, what was the spark that ignited spark? Where did that begin? Sure. So, you know, Word on Fire's whole mission is evangelization. And so as, you know, our publishing team, you know, we're creating books and sending them out to the world that will evangelize and also be books that evangelists should read, you know, kind of forming lay Catholics and forming the faithful. And so it just made sense as this, you know, mission of evangelization that we would branch out into creating books for children and just starting, you know, at the very beginning, forming these imaginations, preparing them for the gospel. You know, there's so many story is such a powerful force. You know, God wires us to understand the world through stories, understand who we are, understand what kind of universe we live in, understand who God is, all those things through stories, you know, which is why Jesus tells the disciples parables when he wants them to understand something. He knows, you know, we were created because we're in the image of God, who's a storyteller, to learn and navigate the world through stories. And so with a culture that has so many narratives that are false, it's so important to be really cultivating the imaginations of our children to understand true stories, you know, forming them with true stories. And then another huge um, piece of, of Word on Fire's vision is leading with beauty. And so that is huge for us at Spark, just wanting to create the most beautiful books we possibly can, knowing that you know, the human heart is drawn to beauty. That's what's going to make it compelling to a child. And that's a, one piece of one of our big things at Spark is respecting the child reader. You know, if the book is not beautiful, if it's not of just this high quality, then we're not offering children what they deserve to read. Um, Madeline Lingle is one of my favorite writers for children. And one thing she says, if if it's not good enough for grownups, it's not good enough for children. And so keeping that in mind, if a grown-up looks at this book and is bored, well, we can't <laughs> give it to a child because right. it's not good enough for them. You know, so just keeping all of that in mind, um, it's just a really exciting vision. And then just working with wonderful authors, such talented illustrators, and just seeing what their creative minds put together. It's just so exciting. Oh. The whole premise of this, uh, again, is just giving me the Holy Spirit shivers. Beauty, 
making something that's really good and telling true stories, stories that have foundational truths that can be spoken into children's lives. Otherwise, they're going to get that need for stories met somewhere else, right? So we want to give them what is good and true and beautiful. And, and that sounds all great in theory, but I can hear in your voice that this collaboration with your team, with all these really fantastic creative people, that the Holy Spirit is moving that that excellence that you're called to is bubbling to the surface. I don't think you'd have that joy of midwifing these projects if you weren't seeing answers to prayer. Yeah, there there have been so many providential things. One of the um, really fun stories is we kind of had a, a wish list of ideas that we would love to see become books right at the beginning as we were getting Spark off the ground and brainstorming. And then um, an author pitched us a proposal that was just exactly one of the things we had on our on our wish list. This was the first book that we put under contract. And here I actually have it because it's it's here from the printer. September 18th. So it's called Saintly Creatures, 14 Tales of Animals and Their Holy Companions. So it's Saint Stories, but Saint Stories where there's an animal in the story. And it just turned out so beautiful. Here, I'll have to, let me find a couple of my favorite yeah. but it's by- and For those of you listening on one of the podcast platforms, go to the YouTube version of this show because we're seeing some gorgeous images. <laughs> Here's oh, St. Martin de Porras right there with the mice. And then <laughs> there's one that I, I think my favorite in the whole one, because it was a new story to me, is Blessed James Hio Inbach and the Tiger. So he was a Korean leader. Um, But Alexi Sargent just wrote, I mean, his writing is just gorgeous. The illustrations are beautiful. And so I I think it really, it's a fun book to kind of be launching the imprint with because it's kind of an expression of all these things that we want Spark to be being presented in this one book. So we're so excited. Yeah, and I think about when my daughter was little and how animals were her constant fascination. It was amphibians, and then it was birds, and then it was something else. But how much children relate to the beauty of God's presence in nature. They may not realize that's what's so captivating. But to see that link between the saints and the natural world in that way, I can just see that's a great bridge for kids. Um, You know, you mentioned evangelization is at the root of everything that Word on Fire does. When when you think about the impact, the results of these books going out into the world, what what's the hope? Well, um, for this book, we've sent out a few review copies and my favorite feedback we got was my friend Jessica Hooten Wilson's daughter just devoured the book. And then she looked at her mom and said, I want to be a saint. And I was like, oh my gosh, that that's like, that's the goal. (laughs) That's exactly what we hoped would come out of this. And so, you know, I think the stories of the saints in particular are so inspiring and and, and help us um, want to grow in our faith and see, you know, what could be, can I imagine myself? What kind of saint could I be? Um, and then also we have, so our, I'll just tell you a little bit about our books this fall to give you kind of a feel for that. So this one is kind of a story book. So a little more than a picture book, more text than a picture book, um, but still heavily illustrated. We have a board book coming out in November that um, the text is the canticle from the book of Daniel, you know, the bless the Lord. Oh, yeah. 
And so it's been illustrated just with all these beautiful images of creation, because that's what all of the imagery is. Bless the Lord, sun and moon, you know, bless. And so it's just lovely. And our, our vision for that is that it offers infants and toddlers something to help them participate in family prayer. You know, if the family's praying Liturgy of the Hours, they've got their book that's part of Liturgy of the Hours too, or, you know, something they can take and hold on to at Mass, just bringing them into that. And then our third book is um, the first of a series that we're really excited about. It's Spark Classics. So the book is George MacDonald's The Golden Key and some of his other fairy tales. So George MacDonald was ready in the 1800s. He was a Scottish minister and a huge influence on G.K. Chesterton's conversion and C.S. Lewis's conversion. And so the, they're just these beautiful, beautiful fairy tales um, that aren't super widely known and read by kids these days. So we just created this beautiful edition with illustrations, you know, beautiful new illustrations. And our our goal for that series is that these will be books that maybe aren't explicitly Catholic, but are helping form a child's imagination to prepare them for the gospel. So these stories, you know, aren't about Jesus, but they're about a prince who comes and sacrifices his life to save the princess or, you know, all of these things that um, the child might not realize it, but it's forming their understanding of the way the universe is, you know, that the universe is, is moved by a loving God and, and all these images of, of Christ's, incarnation and resurrection, just all of these things within these stories. So that that series is just stories we think are beautiful and compelling and will just cultivate the child's taste for really beautiful literature that prepares their heart and mind for the gospel. Oh, I can see homeschoolers gobbling these up because I learned about George MacDonald from other homeschoolers, and I had never heard of him either. And what I love about the little bit of his work that I've read is that there is that fantastical element, that imagination-sparking world that he creates, but there's suffering, there's sin, there's redemption, there's growth in the process of the story, right? So you get that sense of a life being lived, and it's and they're surprising, they're inventive and strange and in good ways, like that they, they spark your imagination, they get you thinking. And so I just love that. And, and of course, they're, and there's all, they're also extremely pure of heart. So yes, they're deep and nuanced and adults will gobble them up too, but the children will be very safe in this universe uh, where, where, where it's really coming from a pure heart. So thank you for that. I'm thrilled to hear that there's a series coming and we're just going to take a very brief sponsor break. We are talking with Haley Stewart about storytelling that sparks the imaginations of children. So exciting that Word on Fire is doing this and Haley's getting to be the editor there. We'll be right back. Uh, when we hear from Homeschool Connections for just a moment. Thanks. Hi, I'm Walter Crawford. And I'm Maureen Whitman. We are the co-founders of homeschoolconnections.com and proud sponsors of the Homeschooling Saints podcast. Which is here to help you homeschool more joyfully, more easily, and more effectively. We want to thank you for listening. And we invite you to check out our courses at homeschoolconnections.com. And now back to our program. 
All right, we are back with Haley Stewart talking about storytelling that sparks the imaginations of children. And we were just talking about some of the books that we find at Sparks. Uh, we've got, we were just talking about the George McDonald series and a couple of other books that really honor children's captivation really with the natural world. Uh, what else are you seeing on the horizon? What are your hopes as an editor? What else is kind of in the, the circle of prayer among your creative team? What are you hoping yeah, for? Yeah, well, we, we have, it's so interesting now being on the editorial side of things because as an author, you know, you submit your manuscript and then your editor says, okay, this is coming out in two years. And you go, what? Why does it take so long? And now I'm like, oh, now I, now I understand why it takes so long. So, you know, there's so many things that we have in the works right now that nobody's going to see until next year or, or 2025. But a couple things that I'm really excited about, which are kind of um, part of Word on Fire's mission to, to communicate that faith and science are not opposed to each other, that these are, these are complementary. And I think that's such an important thing for children to understand so that they aren't disoriented and confused thinking, oh, well, either science is true or my faith is true. They can, you know, to see that these are complementary things. And so we have a picture book biography of Venerable Jerome Lejeune, who was the geneticist who discovered um, the cause of Down syndrome and then was an advocate for every child's right to life. So it's this beautiful picture book about his life, seeing you know, his scientific research and then his courage. And then we also, that's going to be kind of a, um, a picture book more like age six to 10. And then we also, in 2025, have something I'm so excited about. It's more of a little chapter book, so slightly older age group, but it's about Blessed Nicholas Steno, who was a, a scientist who discovered, you know, how fossils came to be and all of this about geology. And, and it's written in just a way I think, like, boys are going to love this because it's about <laughs> sharp teeth and dissecting and... And it's it's just so cool. And so just seeing the the lives of these really holy scientists and seeing their faith and their pursuit of science coming together in this really exciting and beautiful way, that's kind of a, a theme that I'm excited that we're pursuing at Spark, I think will really be valuable. I'm so thrilled. This is one of my favorite topics. I've actually gone into like a Catholic school and talked to middle schoolers on this topic of the scientific method originated in Catholic monasteries and the university system comes from the Catholic monasteries, the hospital system, you know, all of that came out of the Catholic church serving and, and honoring science and learning. I mean, we have the father of genetics is uh, Mendel, Gregor Mendel, a, a monk. And Nicholas Steno, I believe, was a Catholic priest. Is that correct? He was actually a bishop. He became a bishop <laughs> later in life. Mm -hmm. Wow. And um, is it Georges Le, I think it's Grange, um, the Big Bang Theory, right? Another Catholic priest. Um, and so we have just so, and right, I've, I've interviewed on this show the director of the Vatican Observatory, who is, a, you know, a Jesuit brother who went to MIT and was doing all the worldly things with science and then fell in love with the Lord. And, and he gets excited calculating the mass of an asteroid because he feels God's presence in the beauty of God's creation. Like just like everything that you're talking about is, is gonna, I think, spark a lot of people <laughs> to be excited about the direction that this is going and what we can hope to see in the future. So, so exciting. 
Yeah. So, so what else? Uh, just share anything that you want to say about what you're doing at Spark or anything else that helps to spark the imaginations of children. What do we need to know? Yeah, I, I think that one of the, um, and maybe this kind of goes back to the George MacDonald book and kind of this less explicitly about the faith, you know, less about a bishop who's a scientist or you know, some of our other books. But I, I think it's so key to find stories for our children to kind of inhabit in a really in, strong way that give them the sense of what Tolkien calls eucatastrophe. You know, in Lord of the Rings, he he talks, or he talks about in fairy tales in general, there's a sense of eucatastrophe, which is a word he made up. But, you know, instead of a disaster catastrophe, this is a good catastrophe where something terrible has happened. But then there's this unexpected, joyful turn of events that changes everything, puts it on its head, and everything that's broken gets fixed and everything that's lost gets found. And it's, that's mm. why we love the ending of a fairy tale, because something in us says that rings true. That's right. That's how it is. And so we see that, you know, if you read Lord of the Rings, you see that happen in the story. Um but so many of the best stories have that structure because they're really a reflection of the gospel story. You know, Adam and Eve sin and everything seems to be such a mess. And then God comes down into our mess as a little baby, this unexpected, wild turn of events that changes everything. And yeah. so I think that that is such a key theme to fill our children's imaginations with because it reminds them when they're tempted to despair that that's not the end of the story right that there's you know the suffering that happens the um brokenness this isn't the final chapter and we may not see all of that until the other side you know but that that is the real story the true myth is that at the end it's a wedding feast mm. that it's all like brought to this beautiful conclusion. And I think that we really have to present that story to our children. And while there, I, I'm not down on all modern children's literature at all, there's so much that I love and so much that I think is good. But I do think that one problem or, or narrative that we should be cautious about is this idea that in a lot of dystopian children's literature, that it's just going to get worse and worse. You know, we're in this decline, we're in this despair and kind of this darkness. And I think that that's like kind of the easy way out. You know, we're all very aware of suffering. We're all aware of yes. all the terrible things going on in the world. That's the easy part. How can we offer our children, you know, as G.K. Chesterton talks about like a St. George to kill the dragon. He says, you know, babies already know about dragons as soon as they can imagine. What a fairy tale offers is the St. George to kill the dragon. Mm -hmm. And so I think like providing that to our children, which isn't dismissing or not acknowledging reality and suffering and bad things, but it's offering that St. George to kill the dragon. I think that's just so key to, you know, our mission as parents and then our mission at Spark. Mm, wow, that is just thrilling. Absolutely thrilling. And you're making me think of, speaking of Tolkien, I know Word on Fire has a new biography about Tolkien and his yes. Catholic faith. So yeah, if you want to say a few words about that, one of my favorite stories of 
that allows a child or an adult to step into that process of finding themselves through the suffering, the adventure, the discomfort, and triumphing over evil to their very great surprise, playing a key role. Um, I just love Tolkien. It's like one of those books that I'm like, my finger was hovering over the button when I got the the email <laughs> about it. Like, oh, yes, <laughs> I gotta have I this am, book. <laughs> I'm eagerly awaiting my copy. I um I love Dr. Holly Ordway who wrote this book. I mean, she's just such an incredible Tolkien scholar. And I love that now there's this spiritual biography of Tolkien because there's been so much written about Tolkien, but not a lot that's really dived deeply um, into his Catholic faith. And, and Dr. Ordway is just such an incredible researcher and just everything that she's brought together for this book. I, my, my coworkers on the publishing team, you know, I'm working on the children's books, but those who are working on the academic imprint, which this is published by, um, just talking about all of the appendices, you know, how are we going to put together all of these appendices for this book? There's just so much. And so it's just such a rich book. I can't wait to dive in, but it's got had just a, a roaring launch. Everyone's so excited about it. So we're thrilled. Absolutely wonderful. All right. So Haley, take us out with anything else that needs to be said in this conversation about sparking kids and, you know, just whatever's on your heart at this point. Sure. Um, I think that one thing about sharing stories with our children is that it offers this shared language and experience. You know, when we read Lord of the Rings with our children and then something makes them think about, you know, they reference Lord of the Rings, it's like this shared inner language within the family. And I think that's just really beautiful and powerful, a great way to connect with our children and build up a family culture where we have this common language to communicate. So just to encourage all of the parents out there to just enjoy that and delight in that and share those things with your children. Oh, I love that so much. References that are beautiful. Um, and and I've also heard from people who write children's books that the greatest compliment they can get is the kids are now acting out the stories, which is yes. just thrilling uh, to see them living in it. As you said, they start to inhabit with really good writing, as you said. The reader starts to inhabit the story and they start to see themselves. Everybody, we're just having a fantastic conversation. I, I'm sure you uh, took away a nugget or two. Uh, I'll have uh, Haley Stewart's Substack, her Instagram, her Twitter accounts, but we'll also have some book ordering links for you. Uh, we'll have her books, The Curious Christmas Trail, The Pursuit of the Filth. Pilfered tree. Uh, sorry, cheese. I can't talk today. Um, and and her next book, hopefully. And uh, thank you so much, Haley. It's just as always been a joy to have you with us. Thank you so much for having me. All right, everybody. Thanks for being with us. We are praying for you. Please pray for us too, and have a beautiful day in the Lord. And that's our show for today. Our program is sponsored by homeschoolconnections.com. Be sure to subscribe to Homeschooling Saints and leave us an honest review. God bless you and thank you for joining us.